Hey, y'all, we wanted to share with you some of the fun we've been having over on Patreon. But first, we've got to tell you about our last live show of the year for one night only on October 27th at the iconic Texas Theater in Dallas, Texas. We're bringing you a special hometown live show. The Patreon pre-sale started today, Wednesday, September 7th, and the general on-sale is Friday, September 9th. Head over to Sinisterhood.com slash live shows and get your tickets before they're gone. It's going to be fun. A Halloween party slash also my birthday eve. Let's let's throw it down. Let's do it. For this August Best Of, we're bringing you short clips from some of the bonus content from last month to give you an idea of everything you get when you sign up to support the show. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, click the link in the episode description or head to SinisterHead.com and click Patreon on the top menu. First up, we have a clip from our relationship advice segment. This Reddit post has created a lot of turmoil and questions about the logistics of soup tubes. Those soup tubes. Well, then we have a clip from our Am I the Asshole listener edition where we discuss one listener's special way of showing her love for her dearly departed mom. After that, we have a clip from our August live Q&A. It's very much hard to wrap this one up in just a clip. Uh, the live Q&A, we laughed so hard. We tried monster cereals, all the booberry, frankenberry, fruit brute, and Count Chocula. We answered questions. And in this clip, we discuss the perils of space and the ocean. And buckle up because there is a sound from the space that is horrifying. <laughs> it is from the space. And it's I have space. not stopped thinking about it since I heard it. The last clip is from our August mini-sode on the TikTok conspiracies surrounding the mother-daughter duo of Bebop and BB. Wow, is all I can say about that one. (laughs) Once you listen to it, you'll have to head over to their page and just see for yourself. Just scroll. Scroll and you won't stop scrolling. We'll head over to our Patreon to watch video versions of the Q&A and our monthly live stream segment. It's so much fun. We've started streaming together here in the studio in person. So it's uh, just us sitting around in chairs. Our friend Leanne comes and she's a fun uh, laugh track for us in the background. She jumps in too. So it's a really good time. And when you sign up today, you'll be already ready to go for the live streams this month. And that way you can watch them live and participate via the chat. Subscribe today to get ad-free regular episodes, hundreds of hours of audio and video bonus content, on-demand archives of the video live streams, and so much more. You'll also get to be a part of all the fun we have throughout the rest of the year. An annual subscription to our Patreon gets you immediate access to the bonus content, plus a free month of membership. And this week's bonus content is Christy reviewing Bloody Marys from all across the country. Uh, She tried them from everywhere, from Boston to Raleigh uh, to Tampa, Florida. So you'll get to hear her hot takes. And as you know, Judge Christy, her rulings are final. (laughs) Well, Heather did a phenomenal job of editing this video. And I told her I feel like I am on a Bravo show. Because she did such a good job with her editing. So definitely it's a secret check it pilot out. episode for our TV show. <laughs> well, head to the link in the episode description or go to sinisterhood.com and click Patreon on the top banner to sign up today. Our final one is sent to us from our wonderful listener, Kat. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Kat. And the uh, title is 25 year old female. My 25-year-old boyfriend keeps asking me to invest in his soup tube business idea, and I'm not sure how to deal with it. Soup tube? Soup tube. Okay. I cannot wait. I've been living with my boyfriend for about seven months. Two weeks ago, he sat me down and presented a PowerPoint presentation (laughs) with his, his business idea. I knew he'd been working on an idea, but he didn't want to tell me about it until it was finished. Based on his enthusiasm and his prior seemingly intelligent nature, I thought maybe it'd be a pretty cool idea. 
Instead, he presented to me an idea about soup tubes. The idea, if you can call it that, is to construct a series of tubes throughout our city that leads to centralized soup kitchens. For a monthly subscription, a customer can subscribe to a tube of soup, and a tube extension would be built off the nearest mainline tube and directly into the customer's apartment or home. Based on the subscription level, they would determine the quantity of soup a customer could pour and how many types of soup. The tubes are basically the size of pipes, like you might see under a sink, but he insisted that it must be called soup tube and not soup pipe because tube just zings better. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. At first, I asked if he was crank yanking me or something, but he was completely sincere. Obviously, this idea is completely insane. The notion that the city would authorize someone to construct a series of tubes everywhere that carry soup into homes is, of course, ludicrous. And even if such an initiative were approved, the cost for such an operation would also be ridiculous. You would have to charge outrageous prices for customers to install and subscribe to the soup tube, and who would pay for such a service when canned soup costs like a dollar or two? You can also buy soup from a restaurant for a few dollars. I explained these things as politely as I could, but he dismissed them and all he said that tube-based soup delivery is the wave of the future. He then asked me how much I wanted to invest. I told him nothing. He looked absolutely heartbroken. Since then, almost every day, he has asked again for me to invest and he keeps trying to sell me on the idea of soup tubes. He's also doing the same thing with a lot of his friends. It started driving me up the wall. First, I'm at a loss as to how he can believe such a stupid idea is worthwhile. <laughs> Second, it's really goddamn annoying to be asked on a daily basis to invest in a system of soup tubes. Third, I'm also concerned for his sanity. Other than his apparent obsession with this, though, he has shown no other signs. I would like some advice as to how I can reason with him or whether I should even continue this relationship. TLDR, boyfriend wants me to invest in a business venture wherein tubes would deliver soup. Okay. Uh... I have a lot of questions. Probably I need to have this PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> I need to see a copy. So my first question has nothing to do with their relationship. But he's saying, is he trying to say that this would be for um, like impoverished people? Like that would typically be served by a soup kitchen? Or these are just... Anybody that just soup fans, fans of soup, I think now have soup a, a soup tap in their home, essentially. They the Because the customer, it's like, I guess if you pay for your water bill at your house or your electricity, the infrastructure would be installed, but it's up to you to pay to, to subscribe to the tube of soup. Why so would you want would that? Cost. I don't want my soup. That grosses me out to think of, oh. of, of soup coming out of a pipe in my home. <laughs> And then to in a bowl of like, yeah, open the the drain and it just comes out red, just tomato basil. Oh, it's all congealed and clumpy. (laughs) What if you had like a stew and it got (laughs) clogged in your tube and then you got to have a soup plumber come out and like unclog the soup tube. And then fucking like when you see people on TikTok that get their dryer vents cleaned out and it just goes everywhere. You're doing that, but it's like chunky beef potato is just flying all over your fucking house i don't why break up with him because that's a problem that you would never think that you would need to call any type of number and go i've got stew lodged in my soup (laughs) too and they're like we'll be right there although you're creating a whole new 
market for plumbers that instead of doing the standard traditional plumbing, they're soup tube plumbers only. They're specialists. That's true. It's a very niche market. I think this guy's overestimating how many people like soup. Also that. To the, I mean, Super salad? To, going salad to, unless it's cold. Today I did say I would like soup because it's very rainy here and it feels like soup weather. And Tommy just looked at me and he goes, oh, we have soup in the cabinet. Because he wasn't going to go find a restaurant that had soup. <laughs> I mean, but he would have about- had I wanted. Where he was going, Taco Bell, does not have soup yet. But maybe they need a tube. And they, Ooh, they need could. a queso tube and just pour straight out the wall. <laughs> Honestly, the best comments on this were people. And when I read initially read the title, this is what I envisioned. People were like, why isn't it a tube like a Gogurt tube but of soup in it? That if you said, okay, cans are really bad for the environment – or whatever, and we can, or cans leach, you know, chemicals that make you sick. So you shouldn't eat canned soup. So Campbell's, I've invented this new tube made out of, you know, renewable, you know, a resource that can be uh, cheaply made, and it's it ships easier because instead of a round can, you don't have to put as many cans on a in a box or so whatever. So you, you have go but it's soup. Yeah, that's so such like, little you know, soup. Well, I guess it'd have to be a pretty fat tube. <laughs> Then you're like, like bong. so it's like a, a Pillsbury like cookie dough tube, but filled with soup. That's it. Like a That's water it. weenie trying to yeah. operate that thing. That's grosser yeah. than the pipes, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Just well, a box of those things jiggling around. And then how would you store them? And oh, then, and you know, they'd burst. No, yeah. I think both these ideas are terrible. It, soup <laughs> goes in a can and that's Leave where it, it lives. Um, and that's how it should be. What? I'm sorry. This comment. <laughs> He's broken our comment. brains. Ever? No one understands this. This is from uh, Blank Busta. <laughs> it says, I work in utilities and I already had an idea for a nacho cheese sauce pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? I don't so know. He goes into it. These are all trolls. Or if really there's a whole subset of people in this world that think all of our liquid food should be transported through the city via pipes. For a, uh, It says installing mains and services works out to be at least... Uh, the next one is from Myra. And the question is, am I the asshole for keeping my mom in my purse? My mom died four years ago when I was 33 weeks pregnant with my oldest daughter. Although it was abrupt, my mom had always joked about when she died and was clear about what she wanted. She wanted to be cremated, poured on the carpet, vacuum up, and taken to the dump. (laughs) It's weird, yes, but she always said, Mariah, don't you dare keep me on a shelf to collect dust. I know you don't ever dust shit. (laughs) Well, when she died, my sisters and I all got a small urn with her ashes. I was curious once I hit the car and immediately opened her up because the FD told us she was contained in a small bag. She wasn't. A portion of her spilled in my car, and she was, in fact, vacuumed up and brought to the dump. I didn't want to part with the other portion of her ashes, so I figured she had gotten her wish, so now I can keep the rest. This is where my question lies, and it's not what you may think. I keep her in my purse now and take her around with me everywhere I go because she was nosy, and I know she likes to know what I'm doing. For reference, on my first date with my boyfriend, I asked him if he'd mind that my mom tagged along. We were already at lunch. He said, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. 
I took her out of my purse and placed her on the table. <laughs> we both laughed hysterically, and that's when I knew we would be perfect together. Oh, I love that. <laughs> anyway, the question came up one day at work as to what is the strangest thing we had in our purse. I promptly said, my mom. Everyone laughed until I pulled out her urn. One woman I worked with found this to be absolutely repulsive and, quote, an absolutely disgusting way to keep your mother. Knowing my mom, she'd think it was hilarious. My mom was not one to take death too seriously. She sits on shelves in my sister's houses, and I won't go against what she told me about keeping her on a shelf. So am I the asshole? No, I think it's very endearing. And fuck the lady at your work. You don't know somebody's family. Just because Mm -mm. it's not how you would do it doesn't mean it's how somebody else wouldn't do it. And if you pull out an urn of your mom at lunch and the guy you're on a date with laughs, marry him. That's great. Like, you can't (laughs) let that go. That's fucking great. It's First of all, I would have died laughing. I laughed just hearing about it. So I think it's... Very sweet, and it if you know that your mom, her personality was she was nosy and liked to do stuff, and then you're keeping her around, and you get to keep her close to you, and it's comforting for you, and you gave her her wish, too, because she spilled in your car, and you had to vacuum <laughs> her up. I think you both got, you know, your little piece of what you needed. I think it's very sweet. I have my dad's ashes in my closet. I'll be honest, I've never opened the box they came in. Mm-hmm. I have I have always assumed they were in a bag, but I perhaps be they're just in a box. Hopefully, and it's and hopefully it's not a Golden Gate where they put what was it pond rocks they had put in boxes. Oh for people. God, maybe I should open it to make Assuming sure that people won't look. There's actual ashes in there. I mean, good I'm God, sure. that was 2014. So uh, Tommy's mom's ashes are also in the closet. His sister has half, and or I think actually some was buried with. Um, her parents and then the rest were divided up between his sister and him. We've never put them in urns because I don't have a reason because we've, we've thought about it before. Um, Our pets who have all been cremated and then given to us from the vet in little mahogany boxes with their names engraved, they do sit on our shelves so, you know what I'm going to do after this? I'm going to go open that box and see what's going on in there because Take a peek. I, honestly, for, for the longest time, it was just too painful to tr- to really yeah. like think about what I was going to do. So, they got shipped to me from the funeral home because the um, where he was cremated was not in Dallas. So, I've just had them like that ever since. But I've always wondered, is it insensitive that they're just in a box in my closet but also, I think however you want to do it is fine. Yeah, it's your and you you had the relationship, like you said, that lady at work doesn't know Fuck her. what friendship you had with your parents, you know, with your mom. The boyfriend is definitely a keeper, yes. absolutely. And the thing is, if somebody wanted to get offended about what you had in your purse, don't fucking ask. Yeah, if you want to have a play a fun game of what's some weird shit in our bag, first of all. Uh, Mariah's about to win. Yeah, for sure. Every time we'll win. <laughs> you know, be like, it's my old library card from 10 years ago. That's not strange, Susan. Put that away, <laughs> idiot. Check this out. Bam, human remains. So I think that they opened the door on that on their own. Mm-hmm. Now, hopefully that's a lesson learned for the ice breaking. The The ice has been broken. It has been broken. 
and you all met my mom. <laughs> I I think it's great, and um, I think you should keep doing it. And that's all I have to say about it. Well, this last one we have is the one that followed up and emailed us due to the vehement response that she received on Reddit. So I'll read to you first what she sent to us, which is pretty much what she posted on Reddit, and then her update email. So this is from Krista. Question number one. Which of these do you think is scarier regarding the unknown, the depths of the ocean, or space? Good question, Cass. Cass, we are covering your story on this week's Freaky Friday, by the way. I'm What's assuming up? it's the same cast, if not apologies. Um, I think about this a lot, and I've said before, I think they're the same thing. One's just up and one's mm-hmm. down. If I think what's scarier to me, the ocean, because there's shit in there that like can eat you and kill you, but maybe that's also in space and we just don't know. God. But the infinite blackness of space. I had to take a Xanax during Interstellar because I could not handle it. It was it was too much. But it's I nerve wracking. If I'm scared of one more, it would be ocean. I think so because the ocean is tangible. We know it's there. We just don't quite know what all's in it. There's times that all the news will just pop up and be like, "Fish we thought was dead for sixty mm-hmm. million years is down there." I'm like, "What the Surprise. fuck else is down there?" Land yeah. of the Lost Man. There's a hole down there. Takes you to the other side. But I think space. It's scary. But it's not as scary because I don't think we can conceptualize quite what's down there. Whereas, like you said, you know the ocean shit can eat you. And well, so we can't just you octopus. can't just like walk into space. You can walk into an ocean. Mm-hmm. You're more likely to get killed by something in the ocean than space. Yes, that's true. Likelihood of danger is higher mm-hmm. with the ocean in proximity. Space is scary, but we can't quantify it. What do you think? Did y'all hear the black? The black hole noise. There's a black. Oh, oh Tommy sent it to me, but I don't think I. It's creepy. So there's oh, no, a sound of the it. black hole. What does it sound like? Oh, it's like that's what I would think it would sound like. Yeah, because it's waiting to eat you. It's ready to get you. I have never received my space perfume. Damn it! Also, the other day I looked up how many whales are alive in the ocean, and uh, it was curious. <laughs> I forgot. Hey Siri. How I put this? I would pay upwards of a thousand dollars to get a printout of all the things you asked Siri, <laughs> and I could filter out the amount of times you say, "Please put my phone on do not disturb." Hey Siri, how many blue whales are in the ocean? Only blue ones. Yeah, they're the biggest. Here's what I found from Britannica: there are fewer than twenty-five thousand blue whales, the largest animals on the planet, comprising several subspecies. Blue whales are found in all of the world's oceans, save the Arctic. Fewer than twenty five thousand, but those bitches are huge. They're humongous. So then, just imagine who is that? We've never se- have you ever seen a blue whale? Only pictures. Yeah. So they're just swimming around out Where there. Where can we see one? You think we can go find one? Oh, yeah. I thought they swam too deep. Do they come up? That's All I ever question. see are orcas. I don't know if the uh, the blue ones come up. Hey Siri, <laughs> the blue whales surface. I bet you. Damn. God damn, that's huge. Well, what do I know? I Not much. You did? I feel like it. Look wow. at how big it is. Blue whales are so big that you'll never see the blow and the fin above the waterline at the same time. 
When diving, only one in five blue whales raises their fluke. Some never Wait, do. They travel you alone. See it? They travel alone? Yeah. I thought they traveled in herds. Oh, man. Pods. Uh, it's, it says in pairs and only rarely in bigger numbers. They swim on the surface and are indifferent to boats. Damn. Well, I mean, <clears throat> if you're that big. What's a boat going to do be, to you? Yeah, and also, you, you probably don't see it. It's like when you're wearing a big coat. You can't be responsible for what's around the corner. The blow of a blue whale can be seen from a great distance. My goodness. What? Well, the more you know. Yeah. Kim said, I think you may be thinking of humpback whales. They do travel in pods. Orcas oh. also travel in pods. Yes, Olivia, that is correct. <laughs> uh, I said like like I know. Thank you for sharing that because I didn't. You taught me that just now. <laughs> so there we go. Well, I think it's the ocean. We got to go find a blue whale. I would like to see one. Yeah. The next question is from LB. Do we really think hashtag soup tube was a real idea? <laughs> I could not believe my ears when I was hearing Does this. Does Leah know about this? Uh, I don't think I told you. There's a gentleman that was excitedly telling his girlfriend, this was in a relationship advice segment we did, that he wanted to create a series he of- He sat her down and did a PowerPoint about yes. this. He was very, he wanted her to know and invest in his idea where it would be tubes throughout the city that would- like a faucet, you turn it on and soup would come out and you had to pay a monthly subscription fee. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent serious. And he was really upset that she didn't want to invest in this venture. And she had a lot of questions for him and he was like irritated that she was, he would like, she wouldn't just give him the money. And then later on he was like, so is, are you ready? Are you ready now to invest? And she's like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. And we said, uh, break up with them. Yeah, you got to shut it down. I Although, don't know if then it... that's like you broke up with Jeff Bezos before he invented Amazon. We would sell books from the internet, you idiot. <laughs> In 20 years, when all of us have soup flowing through the pipes, yeah. we're going to go, you know what? That lady missed the boat, or did she? Yeah. I think 80% of what we read is is trolls. So You really think so? Mm -hmm. That they made it up? Yeah. Soup tube's a funny word, though, so I don't really care if it's a troll. Yeah, it's, I like that they so shared fun, that with me. But yeah, I think that I think a lot of stuff that... um on reddit is just for shits and giggles like people being wa wacky mm -hmm. people being silly uh several folks have said that they love your laugh agreed oh it's the best it's one of my favorite sounds in the whole world well soup tube <clears throat> yet to be determined Wait, i added the link to the black hole sound in the question if y'all want to hear it i do oh Wait, here we go let me see hang on i gotta set it to the <clears throat> hold on sound we're gonna do output to speakers we're gonna turn there it, it up there it is Trump's of all. There's something on the other side of that. That is straight. That is, there is something on the other side of that. I want to throw up. I hate it. What is making that? Oh, the devil. What does it? It does sound like hell. It sounds, it sounds like people groaning. The dead souls. Oh. It sounds like the alien on Nope. Space monster. Cass is right. It is a space, space monster. monster. I hate it. Soup from space. This is Caroline. What those tubes would sound like because they're fucking space. trying to shove that soup through a tiny little pipe. Have you ever had a, a soup that is the consistency of water? No, because it's disgusting. So how can soup flow through a pipe like water it would get stuck all the time it would clog it up a decent hearty soup you're right would not it would be, i don't even think like tomato soup would flow nicely no, i don't think so i and think it gets it would, all clumpy and shit yeah it's disgusting my question is Absolutely where gross. is the soup reservoir 
because I don't want one too far from my house because I don't want mm-hmm. soup that's been in the tube. Chicken anyway, stars. how big is the tube? <laughs> Great question. I don't know why that makes me it's a good kind of soup. Though. Chicken and stars. Because <laughs> it's so it's silly. Very, it's very yeah, specific. Frequently stuff starts mm-hmm. on TikTok. Yep. And you, I was reading an article last night about all the um, songs, both new and old, that become like Billboard top hits again because of mm-hmm. TikTok. Like Mariah Carey songs, like older songs, like they'll whoever makes up the dances or all the little things picks mm-hmm. one of her songs and all of a sudden, well, she's making, uh, you know, she's back to number one all of a sudden. Or people that are not famous and then they get their song on there and they skyrocket to fame like Doja Cat. A bunch of people have oh, started yeah. on TikTok. It's and Lil Nas X. Uh, Jason Derulo sampled that guy's song and he was from, I mean, around the other side of the world, but had put that on TikTok and it had gone viral and then it gets integrated into a Jason Derulo mm-hmm. song. And now you're seeing, you're licensing someone's music and now you're seeing royalties from a song that you put out. Jax is one that mm-hmm. she uh, has created a couple of hit songs and really that platform really, she took off mm-hmm. and it's very much uh, removes the gatekeepers from the entertainment yeah, industry. Yeah, which I really like. I like it mm-hmm. a lot. These are two that I don't necessarily like. I, I, We'll say, I'll get, I'll wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to we'll wait till, about, yeah, I'm going to wait till, so what do we think? So. We'll lay out the facts and then we'll tell you yeah, what we think on yes, Bebop and yes. BB. Well, I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And let's get into it. With 4.7 million followers and nearly 60 million likes on their videos, the TikTok duo of Bebop and BB described their account as a fun variety show. Each video stars mom Bebe donned in heavy makeup and various costumes, and her young daughter Bebop, who is approximately nine years old. Bebop is also heavily made up, usually with foundation, blush, lipstick, eyeshadow, and false eyelashes. They also like wigs. There's a lot of um, wigs, the makeup, it's, you know, it's pageant makeup, but then Mm -hmm. also the mom will wear bizarre makeup like the little white dot on the end of her nose or really obviously too white of like foundation and stuff Mm -hmm. it's it's and there's never an explanation why because what i didn't realize until someone pointed it out is they never talk in their videos no it's always either lip syncing or just dancing yeah and i guess they do their lives so they do talk on those which i haven't watched live yeah 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 In addition to innocuous viral dances and poorly done lip syncs, some of the videos tend toward the more odd and disturbing. In a recent post with the hashtag CreepyDoll, Bebop is lifeless and unsmiling as her mother puts makeup on her while a song in the background plays, including the lyrics, Two can keep a secret if one of them is dead. Everyone's bonds differently, you know? Yeah, there's another one where she did like the bottom half of her face, like kind of a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin face. And that's the one with the leash that people had issue with. She, But this one, I mean, for Bebop's credit, she's a good actress or she really is lifeless and sad. Do you think so? She's oh, kind of a, God. And this one, she's just like completely oh, still yeah. like she a can, corpse. She can sit there and, and look scared. Maybe she really is. Like I said, maybe it's not acting because she looks, she yeah. genuinely looks like depressed and bummed yeah, out. Yeah. And like, but, but it's the, like, oh, uh, she's just a doll. The lip syncing sends me because it's it done. is so fucking bad. 
And I'm like, if you're going to do this, then fucking do it. Like, practice it. Don't put a video out there just because you filmed it and you rented the set and you're all dressed up. Like, film it multiple times until you get it right. Practice beforehand. It drives me fucking nuts that they don't lip sync the actual words. Half the time you're like, do you even know what the words to the song are? It does sound like there's there's like a song playing and their mouth is kind of like bop, 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 bop. Yeah. Like it's not really articulating the words. No. And I mean, if she's nine, whatever. I mean, maybe she can't do it. But some of them she seems to get. I feel like nine years old, you're, you could, you're, you're trainable. You could do it if you want to. I don't know if she, I don't know. I don't have any explanations for it, but it's. I do it's wonder if she me. doesn't particularly want to do it because i think in one of the lives she was on her like a game boy you know like a a switch or something Uh and bb was like right right don't you want to do that and she's like i don't don't know like luckily like maybe i don't want to be a kid yeah yeah i don't want to be on camera all the time in early 2020 internet users started noticing strange things in the background of the accounts videos most of the duo's tiktoks are shot in a girl's bedroom decorated in pink and purple Bebe confirmed in a live stream that the room where they film isn't where Bebop sleeps, but is actually a set. Bebe told viewers that Bebop's room wasn't suitable for filming, though she didn't elaborate on why. Some commenters pointed out a speaker visible in the room's upper corner, or what appeared to be a camera in another area of the room, as possible indications that the pair was being held against their will. Other users were concerned about a sliding lock on a door in the background that appeared to lead outside. It's pretty much always a tight shot on a kid's bedroom, like a kid's bed with uh, shelves full of toys. And then there is this door with like, uh, it's like not a French door. Is it a French door where it's like all glass with the, Mm -hmm. but there's shades on it. But a French door is usually two doors. There's two. So it's one door leading outside. With glass. Yeah. With glass inside of the door. But you could see sometimes out that it leads to the outside. And I wonder, it made me assume that it was like a shed that they just decorated like a kid's bedroom and then just uses it. They just use it for TikTok, which my bedroom growing up had a door that led to the outside oh well there you go maybe that's a lot of, it. we've looked at houses that do too yeah that it's it's bizarre to me how quickly everyone jumped on these things as being weird problematic things that means they're being held against their will because to me i'm like yeah they're just in a room that has a door that leads to their backyard that's not that weird to me and i thought the speaker looked to me like kind of like a sonos speaker system where you just have wired yeah, the house people to have, have music. speakers in their home i i really it's One of the more bizarre and fascinating things about this to me is that all of this has just come about from pure speculation. They have never indicated that they're they're struggling or anything. It's just all – and in a minute we'll talk about kind of the psychology behind it. But that they – all these just internet sleuths are picking out these things that they deem to be bizarre and creating a complete narrative – a possible mm-hmm. dangerous narrative around it. Well, and that's what someone pointed out. You're right. Like they said, oh, well, there's a sliding lock on the door. Well, the lock's on the inside yeah. of the door, which means like for safety, you, you can would know- lock people out. Yeah. Yeah. You're locking yourself in, locking others out. But I was going to say, even if it is a shed or something, Elise Myers is a very famous mm-hmm. creator. And she says, I rent either an Airbnb or I rent an apartment and I go shoot in an apartment. And because content creation, it takes a lot of you need to be alone. It needs to be quiet. And so she's going to have to you know, clean up your house every fucking yes. time you do something. I totally yeah, so get it. That's yeah. th- that part's not weird. It's but not it was weird like, at all to me. It's not. It's not even her real bedroom. And it's like, well, she's a content creator. I'm not surprised. It's a yeah. set. We should it, could also, it also might not even be her own house. It might just be a set or a, you know, anybody uh, can rent. 
a family member say, yeah, you can have our spare bedroom yeah, over here, whatever. Yeah, none of that seemed seems bizarre to me. The yeah. videos they make are bizarre, but there's yes. a lot of bizarre videos on TikTok. Well, as my mom always says, there's no account for taste. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It's not, it's, you know, I think not the more me. cringy thing is the fact that she's a young girl and she's dressed yeah. like she's 21 going to a club. Yeah, it's pretty provocative. Yeah. Even more odd than the set were the more mature themes in some of the videos. In one video, a heavily made-up bebop is wearing a leather choker around her neck and is dressed in a policewoman costume. If you liked what you heard, consider supporting the show on Patreon by clicking the link in the episode description or heading to SinisterHood.com and clicking Patreon in the top banner. Thanks so much for listening and keep it creepy.